Hello. Hello. Are the sound levels right? I think so. I'll do. One, two, one, two. One, two, one, two. Yeah, you sound good. We're back after... Get it again. Like a month. It has been a... Probably been about. I think weeks. we're gonna have to explain ourselves to ourselves quite how yes, this happened. We're gonna have to explain what happened. Yeah. Right. Welcome to Star for Ten, episode forty-five. I think. We think it's forty-five. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Back after a long pause. He's Angus. And he's George. Let's see if we can remember how to do this. <gasps> and quite a lot has happened in the world. So we might be. I don't. We've got a starter. We'll, we'll see where we if go. If we get there. If we get there. Who knows? Who knows, right? So, cool. So what then. What have you been up to? <laughs> well, where do, where do I have to start from? <laughs> a month ago. A month ago. The 1st of April. <laughs> uh, I can't remember. What have I done in that time? I've been on holiday. Yeah. Went to Turkey. Yeah, I went to Turkey. Because yeah. we talked about the we talked about the holiday. We talked about it just before holiday, you went. We? Yeah, just before you yeah, went. Yeah, so I've been and done that. And then, yeah, that was really nice. And obviously, you know, like you have a bit of a time to build up to the holiday, and then yeah, the it's always like a, you get yeah. an extra few days before and few days yeah, after. Yeah, with all the faff. Mm. So yeah, that was really really nice. And then other than that, I've just been lying some low, really. I've been doing some work, bits and bobs, boring stuff. Um, got a new bike. Got a new bike. That's got exciting. a new bike. Oh yeah, there. That's quite exciting. Got a new yeah. bike. Really exciting. Yeah, new bike day. Literally my favourite day ever. Yeah. But it ah. Oh, it's the best thing I've ever had in my life. It's a life changer, isn't it? It's a life changer. It literally is. Yeah, it's an, an e-bike with a battery on it. Yeah. An e-mountain bike. And it's genuinely the best thing ever. So, so, so good. Yeah. What did I, on, yes, on Saturday, I went out for a ride and I went and did 30 kilometres, 18.9 miles or whatever, nearly 20 miles. And like 3,000 feet of climbing around here. And... Y- it, yeah, I'm knackered, but that's probably from having two and a half hours sat in the saddle as opposed to... Yeah. But without that, I, you just couldn't do it. And um, yeah, it's just getting me back out there and I'm loving it. It's literally... It's a dream. It's an absolute it's just good, dream. It's just good that you can get back out again. It yeah. enables people in a situation like you to be able to still enjoy... Yeah, and there's, no, more, there's more to it than that as well. I would say on the other side, if you gave it to... There's two other sides of it. If you gave it to somebody who was super fit and healthy as well, they'd be able to go a disgustingly long way for a ride mm. before their legs gave out. Mm. What I would say, other parts of their body would give out and they wouldn't be able to hold on. Because if you, you can't ride aggressively, you cannot ride aggressive yeah. mountain bike trails. If you're used to going out for a ride with your mates and it taking two and taking an hour and a half and you do seven, eight miles while you stop and have a chat and have a drink and all that stuff. If you suddenly gave somebody a bike that enables them to do 16 miles in that amount of time, they are shagged. Mm. Like, you cannot, you literally can't hold on because you've done twice as much of the bumpy stuff. Yep. So it's getting me... Kills you. It's getting... Kills your coccyx. It's getting... I would say, in a weird way, it's actually harder. (laughs) Like... It's physically harder <laughs> riding the e-bike than you it is. You ride down more. And you end kill up doing more, more. riding. Mm. You do so yeah. much more riding, and all, you also get this weird, this weird thing where because you the, what used to be perceived as the boring bits, like the climbs back up the hills to to ride down the fun bits again, because you sort of zip up them, 
you you attack the climbs as well, so you ride faster on the bits of trails that would have been normally mm. normally you'd have yeah. crawled around these turns at two mile an hour. We can suddenly go ten mile an hour around them, so they become fun as well. So it keeps making you want to go and go and go. So you keep charging all the time, and then when you get you go down, you look at your like I look at my Garmin watch or whatever, it tells me what my heart rate is on my heart rate strap, and you realise you've been absolutely on the pipe. Yeah, like heart rate of 160 for the last hour because you haven't taken a break because you every time up, you come out down, of a turn down. you get this surge of power that just drives you this like electric boost that gives you a, keeps you going do you um it's does mega. it charge when you're down as well or just when no, you're pedaling no, um do you have to be pedaling for it to charge no it doesn't charge you have to charge it up in the main oh it doesn't there's no like dyno to charge no no battery. dyno to oh, charge it's okay, not like cool. curves not like a formula one car cool oh, that's a shame but it's got an absolute monster battery in it yeah um that I think that's probably the cost of them. I mean, the back. Does it have a USB port? No, it doesn't. Oh, I missed a trick there, didn't they? Why? It's what you can't charge your phone. Yeah. There are some that you can do things like that from. I mean, it would be able to charge your phone about a thousand times over. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's the biggest. It's a serious battery. <laughs> have some beer. <coughs> so, Angus, uh, <coughs> we didn't record a pod the other week, but we were going to, and then we didn't. Um, yeah, what, what have you been up to, George? Oh, <laughs> I was going to talk about the beer. <laughs> <coughs> oh, yeah. But no, 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 come on. We've got, to, be, to, to, we've got to fill in. There's, okay. there's other gaps to fill here first. So, the, one of the main reasons why it's been a month other than Angus being on holiday. It's more than a month. You've been, what, what have you been up to, George? Oh, I haven't been doing anything. Might actually be a small lie. <laughs> So yeah, I bought a house. So yeah, that yeah, that's basically what's happened. So the last six months of not doing anything has mm-hmm. probably been because I've been so because he's been doing trying to get a house, <laughs> pretending <laughs> so. he's retired, doing free activities. <laughs> oh, that's free. Let's do that today. <laughs> I think I'll drive to Sidmouth. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll go for a walk from my house because then I don't have to drive anywhere and then I save fuel. Yeah, and that's good. No, yeah, I yeah, bought a house. So it's also been a bit all over the place while I've been sorting that. <laughs> and that fell like the week before, a week or so before you went away. Yep. So that all happened then and then Angus went away and then it's been And we a did week. actually gather at the new house. Yeah, we did. And we were going to record a podcast. And I bought the podcast happened. stuff. Yeah. And I had a bottle of champagne. Yeah, which was awesome. And we, we cracked open the champers. Yeah. And we like toasted the new house. We did. And then we Smashed had... Smashed the bottle on the front door. Yeah, and we had the beer... And yeah, it was beers. it was little creature, pale ale. Yeah, I took photos of the bottle, and it had so a naked forget. little boy on it. It it did. That's why I bought them, I think. <laughs> and a picture of a naked little boy. Um, it was from Australia, wasn't it? Mm, yeah, I think I can't find it on here. Yeah, that's right. It was imported by Aspel Cider, but it was it's brewed in Australia. Hmm. It was really nice. It was. It was a really good one. It I was think a I got it from Waitrose. Ale. Yeah, I got it from pale Waitrose ale. in the speciality beer section. It's very nice. It's from Fremantle mm. in Western Australia. But I would say tonight's beers. Yeah, they're um, not bad. Yeah, tonight's beers. Uh, oh, I've cocked this up. Tonight's beers are from Lidl. They are. I'm having a Ruby Rooster. And I'm on Purple Panther. My Ruby Rooster is a nice red Ruby Ale. And number four. Whereas George is drinking something that. It's treacle, basically. It's treacle. It's, it's a really porter, nice. but it I looks it. like 
it looks like it looks like Coke. It does look like Coke, actually. Yeah, it's black, darker than Coke. Yeah, but it's not like Guinness. No, Guinness is more red than this. Mm. Yeah, it's it's brown. Yeah, that is very dark. Brown. That is. It's that nice, was too. I like dark. That was beers. too much. Too that was too much flavor for me. Yeah, if it doesn't taste like watered down treacle, it's not good. But that's really nice. Mm. And it's like a pound twenty. Or yeah, something. one pound twenty nine a bottle, which is great. Or one pound. Um, and the crisps are from Little too. Yes, salt and black pepper, which they are really good. <coughs> but no, that beer is very good. Um, Co-op have a new line of beers in. Ah, they seem to be looking at some interesting beers for have the summer. Have they been listening maybe. to the pod? I'm not sure, but they look like that could they be have? worth investigating again. Okay. And obviously, a big a big Waitrose always has a crazy mm. selection of beers. I went into Majestic the other day. Majestic wines. wine merchant. Oh, you're showing your age now. You bought a house now. He goes I to went wine to merchants. Majestic. Oh, it's it's a bit naff in there, really. <clears throat> because it, I think it used to be really good for beer and stuff, but supermarkets got better, so yeah. they kind of lost out. But I imagine if you're into wine, it's really good. Um, they got so much wine in there. Yeah, but, but they're I so went, just Tesco. I went for, yeah, I know. Well, maybe they have more wine than Tesco. Tons of the stuff. And you walk in and they're like, um, would you like to try some champagne? And I was like, no thanks, mate. I'm here to look at <laughs> beer. <laughs> I'm here like, to look at beer. I'm here, I'm here to look at beer. Um, and he's like... Uh, uh, well, we have got a selection of beers to taste too, and I'm like, hmm. <laughs> if I want to try one, I'll. Come now you're find talking you. my language. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a look, but no, I didn't buy anything. I was going to though, but they had no. What I was going to say, they had loads of. Um, Aren't they more for craft volume? beers? Well, not really, but only like crates of six or twelve. Yeah, I thought like, it was for like party supplies. Yeah, but they're not even. They're not even cheaper than the supermarket. In fact, it's not. It's more expensive than the supermarket. It's stupid, like really weird. But they had some cool craft um, IPAs and lagers and beers and stuff, mm. which I thought was quite good. That's what my point was. Bit digressy. We went to. It's also, also the worst car park in the world. Um, no, no, that's Little and Newton Abbott. Oh, that is also terrible. Little and Newton Abbott. I honestly, every time I go in there, it's awful. You take your life in your. Ha- it's the one of the worst designed car parks. <laughs> and also, this I'm not not a sweeping statement, but a judgment on the clientele of the people who use. Kingstain and Little. Right, okay. Ooh, Angus, careful. I was there today. <laughs> nothing, yeah. I, no, I'm not, this is what I'm saying. There's nothing wrong with... There are, however, a clientele dig, of people... Dig, 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 I'm going to keep dig, digging dig, this hole because it has dig, a point here. All day through. There's also a clientele of people who still drive a Ford Sierra on a C-Reg plate <laughs> that I don't know how it's taxed or insured, who it get isn't. it out once a week and point it in the general direction of Little in Kingstainton. <laughs> Who can't manoeuvre it, can't park it, can't really control it, uh, and seem to want to operate it at no less than 5,000 revs. So everything they do is always <laughs> really quick. <laughs> so clutch control is mm, probably... Um, maybe he's trying his best in a C-Rev Ford Sierra. <laughs> but they some you see cars shoot around the car park, is how I would describe it. It's also one of those car oh, parks with a... Brilliant. A weird like island of cars that oh, the dumb. traffic it joins is. on it both sides. Really There's a bottleneck to get in there, and oh, it's hell. It is stupid. But it's yeah. main, my main problem I have with it is that the people who get their super old cars out one day a week to go to Lidl, who then point and shoot them. I know what you mean. You get the same in the other car park across the road. Yeah, at Home Bargains, and yeah. that's another that. another savagely designed car park. Yeah, awful. Every time it I does take, have two entrances though. Every time good. I take Rory to get his hair cut, I nearly have a prang in the car. Yeah, I know it's bad. Yeah. Mm. 
This is a first world problem, taking your dog to get his hair cut. Oh, Yes. Yeah, in the meantime, we've so, been, we went to that beer festival, didn't we? Oh, yeah, we went to a local beer festival, which was really... not. Well, you were there and I was there. Yeah, we didn't yeah, go together. Yeah. We both saw each like other Like a there. weird couple. No, you, yeah. you went and I went. It was really good. Yeah, it was some fun. Some really cool beers there. Yeah, I had some shockers. From all over the southwest. I had some absolute howlers. Yeah, no, yeah, some of them, all of the ones I had were great. I was really lucky, I think. Yeah, and I think maybe you went... Well, you get given like a brochure. I think yeah, how I many beers read were it, there? That's the thing. Two hundred and something. Two hundred. There was a lot. There was a ton of beers. There was like well, how long was that? Was the place the whole a couple I of mean, like a hundred and maybe it was meters? maybe it was one hundred and fifty meters something like that. Of three high. And the whole yeah, like yeah. unbelievable number just of beers. Kegs, and high. alphabetically, they had to put them all alphabetically. Yeah, it was quite in brewery something. so that you knew where the hell everything was. I imagine. Well, obviously Tucker's. It's at Tucker's Maltings, and there's only. One or two Tucker's malt. There's only one or two maltings left in the whole country, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, probably not many. Uh, so I imagine this is probably more prestigious than yeah. We just went because it was local, but no, I think it's quite well known. As I think a, it's as quite a, beer a prestigious festival. beer festival. Yeah. yeah, it's been around for 25 years, isn't it? Because it was mm. the anniversary. Yeah, it was really yeah, good. It was a laugh. Some cool beers. The band were great. Yeah, the band were pretty good. They were great. The they were doing like shapes. And they were doing like. Um, 50s and well, 60s covers, weren't they? Like yeah, Stones and covers of all sorts. Cream and hmm. Hendrix and people like that. Yeah, it was a it was a good, and it was in that weird dingy like dingy hellhole of a place. We sat out we went outside and there's an outside which was yeah. cool and a little um they put a marquee up didn't they with tables and chairs and stuff which was a really yeah. good idea. I didn't sample the food the cuisine. No, we didn't do. We ordered Domino's. Oh yes, yeah, I said. You know, I we said got Domino's that. and walked and got it, and it was yeah, actually pretty good. Good idea. I ate before I went. Oh, that was probably a better idea. I had, what did I have? Grilled chicken, I think. It was nice. Were you there from really early as well? From like no, six I wasn't or there. Something? I wasn't there that early. Yeah, we I, were there. I was from, there from like half seven, eight. Because like um, I went with Jack, and Jack had seen. He was like, "Oh, they were queuing. They were queuing." So we. So we were like. <laughs> it was clear when we were there, at like eight. Yeah. So we went. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't want to queue. So we went super early and just walked in. We're like, right, it's like 6 p.m. I haven't eaten dinner yet. There's no one here. There's, there's, there's not very many people here. And what Although I, they had like two shifts. Mm, what I don't think I want to do is start drinking really strong and really obscure real ale right now. <laughs> <laughs> On an empty there stomach. There was some mental stuff there. Yeah. Like I nine had some, point something. I had some crazy beers. That's what I think. You said you had some really nice beers. Whereas I think what I did was... Go to the brochure and look for all the things that had a purple dot There were dot some by weird ones. That were speciality beers. Yeah, there were some weird ones. I had ones. stuff that was like fruit infused. There was one that was like, um, uh, tastes like flapjack. Did yeah. Did you see that? I had like caramel beer. and Weird. This, this I wasn't brave enough to try those. This, I had this chocolate thing as wasn't well. Wasn't that the flapjack one? No, no. no there was no, a, it wasn't the flapjack there was this, one. This really dark one that was coffee and chocolate and it just tasted like a sweet drink. Well, that would have been like that, like a porter. No, yeah, but it was a porter, but it was a novelty beer. Yeah. It was pure novelty. I, had, I, had, I just had good beers. I was just chose the right I ones. I didn't. And also, I think I had about... Obviously, you drink in halves. Yeah. Because that way you can get through you try, more and you, tr- you try different things and you get slightly more than a half every time. Yeah. But I reckon I probably only had about six different beers. But I was yeah, sloshed. I had. Off like three pints. I had I don't know what four, it was. Or I think that we tried, because we there was a couple of us, we tried. Yeah, you had a mouthful of each other's stuff. Yeah, which was cool. So you, mm. you did get a good a good. I, I, was abs- I was getting flipping wrecked. I don't but know what it was. It was a variety. I think it does. It. Yeah, it does. It just screws with you. There was people like walking around. And did you have um, Hunters, which is a local brewery. They do a beer called Full Bore. 
I've had, I think I've I think had it's 8.2, before. I think. Mm. And it is... Yeah, that's too so, strong. So good, though. That's as strong as the Duval we had doing the podcast. Duval. Duval. The Devil Beer. The Duval. Right. All right, then. I think it's time. Should we start? It's, uh, it's only been like uh, 10 minutes or something. Okay. Right. We have got a new story, so go ahead. We do. I don't know the details of this, so... I've only just found it a minute ago. Um, it's news that there's a, a man has put out a human-sized rat trap to uh, stop people stealing his campaign signs. It's in America, well, but a it's poli- a political campaign. Yeah, political campaign signs, but it's on his like front yard. But obviously, it's in America, but it's very topical to the UK because yeah, we while while we were away, we left this on we left our podcast on the border of basically a war. We did. It was basically World War Three. It, it could have gone either way. Yeah, with North Korea, America, Russia, everything all over the place. France about to elect a uh, absolute. Left, no, right wing. Yeah, right wing, the, crazy person on the border, on the about to go extreme right wing. Yeah, extreme right, like like dangerously too since far right wing. They'd seen since Germany in the forties, thirties. But thankfully, that thankfully that didn't happen. That didn't happen. They went. The French actually uh, were Turned intelligent up. and realised that going with something a bit more safe and a in the middle was probably the best thing to be doing. It shafted us. As a UK, but well, yeah, it did a bit because he's so pro EU. Um, Mm. But eh, at least he's not a nationalist, and um, yeah, but I'd rather that we were slightly shafted than France was going into like yeah civil war, hate crimes, exactly, which would have just been awful, which would have been really bad. So France is stabilized. North the Americans have left North Korea or left left the ships in the North China Sea. Yeah, but I think were. that's visible. No, no, because North Korea launched another missile today. Yeah, they did. Yeah, Again today. they did. Yeah. So they're doing, they're still kicking off. Yeah, North Korea is still mental, but America have kind of stepped back a bit mm. and kind of chilled a bit. Although yeah. they have installed the anti-missile stuff in South Korea. Yeah, but they've Korea. been told to take that away again. Well, by because China he wants to chart. Yeah, there's something like that because it's against something. China just don't like it being there. So they're all kicking off. But then in the meantime, closer to home... Closer to home, yeah. Closer to home. There's a general election. Out of nowhere, really. Well, it was expected. Yeah, but it was sort of... Yeah, but it was... Everybody knew it would happen. Yeah, well, it wasn't Theresa May said it she, wouldn't happen. She, 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 that's what I mean. It wasn't that expected. Yeah. I mean, she said it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. And then suddenly there was one morning where it was like, oh, there's going to be an announcement at 11 o'clock and nobody really knew what it was going to be. And then everyone immediately thought the, qu- um, the queen... The queen was dead. The queen or Prince Philip had died. They would have said that straight away. Yeah, and everyone knows there's a protocol for when the queen there is, dies. I read that. It's quite yeah, cool. It's, what's it called? London Bridge is down. That's something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a full protocol. It's really... If you get a chance, like, all seriousness, read it because it's quite cool. Yeah, and they, the BBC... The, the, like, every, everybody knows exactly what to do if if mm. the Queen dies. It's really cool. Yeah, and the, the, um, the BBC aren't allowed to show comedy for three days. That's right. It's it's quite funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's really good. It's and quite then, it's um, funny that it's all been planned. Honestly, she's going to... She's. I say that... Well, I mean, we joke all around. I... It's a bit of a running joke I have that I think she's dead anyway. But... um, <laughs> She's a lizard. She's a lizard, yeah. But she's going to die at some point. She's gonna <laughs> die soon. It's like Bruce Forsyth. He's gonna die soon. Oh, it's true. Yeah, they're not the immortal. Next, well, yeah, probably the next five years. Yeah, that would make her ninety, like nearly a hundred. Yeah, I reckon. Well, yeah, she's got to send herself a card. So, that's mum, what she's going wasn't her mum over a hundred? The Queen Ooh, Mother was I over a hundred, wasn't it? So, yeah, I remember when she died. 
Mm, so do I. I, I went watching... to the River Dark Country Park. Did you? Yeah. I was watching, I was like Saturday night and I was watching like Generation Game or something. No, I didn't actually go. What happened? It really annoyed me because the Queen Mother died. The news came on. And um, the Queen Mother died. And then I was going, I was going to the River Dark Country Park with Boldy, I think. Yeah, it was. And we, we went to like the back entrance of the River Dark Country Park and we just walked up to Spitchwick and we went off this rope swing and I got the biggest friction burn on my hands of all time. So that's why I remember the Queen Mother's death. I remember it because it was announced when I was watching telly. I just got a big friction burn. I was a kid. Mm. About what? How, we must have been about six to ten, something like that. Eight. Yeah, something like, something like that. About eight. Yeah, big something friction like burns. Anyway, mm. that's nasty, man. Right through the palms. That's really bad. Yeah, and also but I. You didn't do that again. No, I didn't. And what happened was I jumped off the. It was like a rope swing, really high up a bank, so that you swung out and then let go. So you were still jumping from quite high. Mm-hmm. But what happened was I, as I jumped off the bank, you slid down. I slid down the rope and landed in like waist deep water from too oh, high to be leg. too high to be landing in. So I was lucky that I didn't hurt my legs, but mainly I was just the stinging. At least you could put them in the water. Yeah, I did, and it was burning. Like it was, li- they were literally melting. It I was got friction burn at Creeley once. What for Deathlight? Oh, you already know. Uh, Do you already know that story? No. But that's why everybody gets friction burns. Yeah, well, I I was a a wuss, basically. I wussed out, totally wussed out. I was at the top of the death slide, and I was like, no, don't want to do it. And somebody pushed you off? No. And so I decided I'll kind of go down, like, I'll hang and then Oh, no. Did your shirt come up? No. My neck. Yeah, man. So my chin went up, and I, I went down burn your throat. on my front, and yeah, all down my throat was like red raw. I had like ice. Oh I was carrying God. ice on my neck like this. Yeah, it was really sore. But I was stupid, so I kind of deserved it. I, th- I still think one of the scariest things I've ever seen. I was I don't know how old I was, a teenager, and there were these other like big guys at a, one of those theme parks on a death slide, and what they would do is they would stand on the top rail and jump up and out a little bit and like jump into the death slide the balls to do that Christ, to get it right I wouldn't like, do that now mental. that's mental could you imagine that it's one thing just pushing yourself off but imagine what if you go a little bit wrong you're basically landing to flat in the bottom oh it made me it made my uh, stomach go funny no way oh it was um Anyway, back on track. So yeah, Theresa May uh, called for a general election, um, yeah, which was understandable, really, because they want to solidify their position in government. And there are other other political agendas, but we're not going to talk about them on here. Um, Why? What are the other? What do you mean? I'm not just dragging it over you. What do you mean? Sorry. I'm, well, there's I'm just other things. There's other reasons why people think that sh- they've called a general election, like um, with the one the. Uh, someone said I, I never looked up like, looked it up to check so this might be total horse poop it wouldn't be our first right? time crack on but they were saying how there was the investigation into the conservative MPs who oh yes yes fiddled either their expenses or money that they'd spent um, on the last election it was to do with something? the bus yeah so I can like explain that. it to you if you like no it's alright no I'm going to explain okay explain. what happened is the bus you know they have those tacky buses that say <laughs> yeah. like the slogan on the Horrible side buses yeah um Funny, you know the remain the remain bus, which now the with a failure, one. the remain bus that failed was is now being used by Theresa May as her strong and stable transport. Um, yes, the what happens is the bus 
Each candidate is allowed like £8,900 to do the whole thing. Strict. Strictly. For, so that's to pay for all of the people who go knock on doors, all the paperwork, all the like leaflets and flyers and everything like that. What happens is those buses go to each constituency and carry people there. Sure. To like to go and campaign. And what happened was the people... There's obviously a big central pot that those buses are allowed to come from that yeah. don't come out of somebody's 8,900. Uh, yeah. But what was supposed to happen is when the bus goes to one somebody's constituency and they buy them lunch or whatever, that was supposed to come out of the constituency's right, sure, pot. Yeah. But it wasn't. It was coming out of the central uh, pot. Right, okay. And that's where the disparities come from. Um, they The judgment was that it was wrong. However, it was negligent as opposed to a criminal deceit. Yeah, because there was yeah, this... Yeah, it's how whole it was thing. Th- These people were saying that these people had, like, screwed it up. It smears... It just stinks and, of being a big whitewash. And they were though. worried that... The, the, the Tories were worried that if they had been... Oh, it would have been... Essentially, and it, kicked it out of stuffed. Parliament. If they'd have been... If those electorates was, yeah, had been kicked out of, well. of Parliament, they'd have lost majority and been forced into either a coalition or <coughs> Labour would have been asked, asked by the Queen... To take over and <coughs> start think, a new government. No, that's what, what I read. I don't know if it's true. I think what would have happened would have been by-elections on all of those seats. Yeah, that's they would have had, had to put new. Just they'd have had to put up a new candidate. Yeah, and and you would argue that it would possibly be difficult. So actually, you just may or may as well have a general election. But it would be, it would have. Been, you'd you'd think that if there'd been illegal activities in all of these. Uh, campaign seats it would yeah. have made their life a bit tricky so therefore they would have if there was any kind of marginal idea and you were like oh well I was going to vote Conservative but last time they cheated yeah. you're probably not going to vote for them they would have had they were yeah they could have lost they could have lost a lot and well, that's, they what this, lost that's what this that's what the story was basically the gist anyway. of this story mm. was that they've called for a general election so that they wouldn't but lose but that came out power. before that came out pre the whatever there's been lots of bits of part lots of bits of legislation stuff that have been pushed through before this election that they yeah, didn't want. Well. So there was something about um, a clean energy bill and all sorts of weird bits and bobs going on. Anyway, um, it's all a bit of a mess, but general election a giant the mess. If you haven't registered June to vote, 8th. why not register, yeah, go and register, lunatics? Go and register before the 22nd. That's a week. Just vote for someone. Vote for somebody. Um, yeah, do it. That's that's important. And then, um, yeah, it's everything's just kind of carrying on. Whatever, the whole election so what was stuff this? is what was this guy? This is a man who's putting rat traps to stop people stealing his campaign signs. Like like a like an old school mouse trap type yeah. type of thing, or like uh, a cage that you walk into. <laughs> no, no, not like mouse trap, not like the game. Or like or like uh, <laughs> that would be brilliant. <laughs> that would be amazing. Knock, knock the post and it comes rattling <laughs> down on top of you. No, he's got a, a hundred meter by a hundred meter board set up in his front lawn with all of the stations on the way. A full mouse Have trap look. board. Have you got a picture? No, his mousetrap is is just like the size to capture a human. Um, I need to see it. It's quite big. Oh, it's just loading now. Oh, that's fantastic. Do you reckon it actually works? It's about the size of half a car. Yeah, it's quite big. So if you lifted the sign off, it would ping over and trap your leg and probably well, you have would, to have your leg out. it would break your leg here. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's like steel. It's a steel bar <laughs> on a spring. If as long uh, if that is on a spring and that isn't just loops, if that's legal, <laughs> imagine. It's basically, uh, yeah, it's it's a massive mouse trap. Yeah, I, there's a, a friend of mine made a, a bike film recently. It's on YouTube, um, whatever. 
and he made one last year. It's called A Slice of British Pie, which is like a look at UK, the UK mountain bike scene from the off season, like what everybody gets up to. Yeah, cool. Super famous. I think he's done a quarter of a million views or whatever. And he made a giant pie thrower, like a catapult, a, like a full a catapult <laughs> with these rubber bands and whatever. And could he could fire a piece of pie like 100 metres. He could fire a pie from a bin lid on a giant arm. It was sick. It was so we cool. We did something like that at school. Do you remember? We made trebuchets. Yeah. The trebuchets were cool. I made a trebuchet with my granddad once as well with like lead weight on the end of it. Like a proper trebuchet with a sling and everything. That's really cool. I could cool. throw cork. I used That's to do little cool. projects with granddad. When I'd go and stay with him, we'd make stuff. We used to make that little one. gliders. Yeah. Granddad, who was the painter and the... Lotus the, granddad. Yeah. The engineer granddad. It's, it's like, it's, this room's not a bit of a shrine to him, but I've got all his, like... He was a watercolour painter, and I've got lots of his artwork up in here. I like having him up here. Yeah. Incredible. Very talented. Yeah, mega talented guy. What I've happened got, to I've you, been reading eh? his... Um, yeah, Jesus. God, I didn't get his... Bloody I, didn't, no, I didn't get his... Uh, Let down. God. He wrote a... Um, <laughs> he wrote, like, a bit of an autobiography type thing, because, basically, he had lived such a very massively varied life, but he never really told anybody what he did. Or well, nobody really understood, so we wrote it all down. Memoirs. Yeah, and it's quite interesting. It was, it was a really good read. It was quite nice. I've Is it a book it. or? No, it's like it's collated pieces of paper that you sure. typed up and whatever. But um, yeah, he didn't get it printed as a book. He has written a book though. Really? He's written a book. It's called The Idiot's Guide, and it's um maybe that's just what he called it. He just used to call everyone idiots, but The Idiot's Guide was what it was was a a, gu- a set of guidelines and principles for stress engineering, for wings mm. on planes and whatever. And it became like... Oh, I forget, because it was plane design yeah, originally. Yeah, de Havilland. It? it became like gospel for every single person who was at JCB had a copy of this and everybody had read it. And everybody like a guideline, they called him Mac. And everybody would like look at his guidelines and whatever. And who, there was somebody, there's another race, there's other people who've looked at his... It's very well... Um, it's yeah. funny. It's one of those things where you don't. I didn't. You don't realize how you don't appreciate it. At you the don't time. appreciate it at the time of how yeah. respected it was. Yeah, he designed like um, the, well, the designed... JCB Bobcat, and like that was his, and the load all. So you know, like on every farmyard that you see with those things, like a low loader to put yeah. hay bales up on stacks. Yeah, yeah, that was his. Yeah, funny things. And a Lotus. Yeah, and the and the Lotus racing cars with Colin Chapman. Designed the aerodynamic wheels and all sorts of stuff. If you and a whole car, didn't he? The, the type. Yeah, he did. He did all the stress engineering for that race car. What was it? I think it's a Lotus Six or something. Six. Yeah, something like that. And he got given one as payment for making it. In super interesting guy. Um, yeah. You can actually read about him online because I googled him you once. You can Google him. Yeah, he is. He's Googleable. Mac Macintosh. Yeah. Wow, you really did Google him. I did. Yeah. So this human rat-sized mousetrap. Um. Awesome idea. Yeah. There's plenty of signs around Chudley. None of them have ma- mouse traps, though. No, but lots of them have been snapped off. Yeah. <laughs> All the conservative few, signs around here have been snapped off. A few angry youths, I think, have, uh, <laughs> have gone the around. Youth, the youth vote have gone out with a trainer <laughs> and snapped them all off. Gone out with a circular saw. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I, saw a funny, I saw a funny thing online this week. It was... Um, a uh, general election to be a conservative landslide because oh, the 18 to 24 year olds won't turn up but will moan for the next five years through <laughs> peep show memes or something. It's like, wow, they, they've literally <laughs> stared into the future of what Brilliant. will happen. 
Excellent. I think it is a case of that, though, isn't it? Like, if the youth vote don't come out in force, it it could sway the election either way. Yeah. It's it's so hard. I remember we talked about this last time. It's... I don't... I can can speak for my Facebook and my Twitter. I would honestly say 95%. 95 no 100% of what I what is published not, not maybe mm. 90 something percent of the people I follow but about 100% of what's actually posted mm. is labor pro labor or, yeah, or it's pro, pro socialist pro anti it's basically basically is pro anti conservative government yeah. basically change what is now that's right people people don't want what is now yeah um and are willing to do things elect anybody in some seats like here, for example, we're in such a cons- we're in su- so it's so conservative. But Lib Dem are the second party. Yeah, so, so it's a case so of voting Lib Dem. No, if you if you don't if you're not happy with conservative, you wouldn't vote Labour, even though you perhaps want a Labour government. That's right. Because yeah. it'd be a waste here. So you do it as an anti. Um, it's a protest vote. Yeah, a protest vote. Yeah. Um, there's all that going on, but I obviously we're surrounded by us our own age group, and similar people of similar thoughts. But it's so so pro labor, labor, which bodes well. The future is going to be a lot of a fair of a. Well, they call it a fairer society, don't they? Of people of just sharing, sharing stuff around more. Well, yeah, their general the because general in, labor in fifteen years time, if you look at the spread of voting, class, isn't it, if you look at the spread of voting, isn't it of the age groups, of how many sixty-five to eighty-year-olds go out and vote is such yeah. a huge chunk. In 15 years' time, they will all be dead. Yeah, and they will be replaced massive, by the and next then group. The next 15 years, and because everybody who goes through school, everything has to be fair. I mean, if you're if you're sent to the back of the line for the lunch queue when you're six years old, you're annoyed because it's not fair. Well, that doesn't really. That's not because oh, he's that everything we're drilled into us has to be yeah, fair and yeah, whatever. So yeah. then our naturally our politics probably sway towards more yeah certainly centralist at the moment yeah centralist or balanced perhaps when views. our grandparents were younger it was if you were good then you yeah, got rewarded exactly and i think yeah. there has been a, a, a shift in the way we were taught. quite probably yeah and therefore we are probably going to our go expectation towards, is different yeah the, the expect, expectation yeah. of youth are fed up that it's not fair because all we, we've but gone we, through but school we don't, and everything i think fair. what we what we are good at i don't doing, know if that actually works as a country for, for running a no country. who knows but what we I don't what know if it, it seems is that we don't just want fair oh oh it's not fair for me. A lot of people who I'm talking about it want it to be fair for everyone. Yeah. That's the difference I think mm. is that we want it to be fair for all people. Mm. Whereas I find a lot of the time a lot of the conservative um yeah, policies are better for me, not better for mm. Groups of people, mm. well, yeah, groups of people with a higher end, probably, mm. but better for me and my social status rather than better mm. for everyone, which just seems a bit pointless. Because if everybody's better off, then ultimately everybody will be better off. <coughs> yeah. You know? But if it's, everybody it's earns funny, more it? and everyone puts more into the economy, the economy's stronger and everyone's better off. The thing I think is really difficult is it's really easy if that's your politics you. and that's the way you sway. It's really easy to carry on explaining it to yourself and being like, oh, well, I'm right. That makes sense. That makes sense to me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and not appreciating you really have the to other be open. side. That's why I think what is good about a general election is with the campaigning and having it 
having that information available at the time mm. of a general election, whether it's displayed on the media that you choose to watch or not, mm. it the information is there in places. The other thing as well is... At least you get a chance to read and actually understand what the parties want yeah. to try and do. Whether they'll do them or not is an entirely different story. The other one you get is that now everybody says, oh, the media don't report the real news. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that is said... The media's biased. Everyone's biased. The print media are biased. Yeah. That's is said so much to the point now, almost where it's had the desired effect. Mm. Because they've got, oh, it's in the print media. It's probably not real. Yeah. But once again, I, I can only speak for, for my I, age. I always... My, uh, well, like I was talking about the story about the, um, the Conservatives and why they might have launched a general election. Mm. I find all the time when I read anything that seems quite strongly opinionated that I need to look it up to check... I need mm. to check the facts for myself yeah. because you always wonder: so is that think, real or not? Do you think they are they they another reason why they've called this? And do you think obviously because politics goes in chunks? Mm. It goes through years. It goes through spells. Yeah, where it does. Yeah, it goes red, and then it goes blue, and That's then it right. goes red, and yeah. it goes blue, and it goes it red and blue. And then then when the the reds cock it up. The blues moan that the, say the reds did it, and then yeah. when the reds cock it up, the blues, the say, blues they say they did it. It's just that's how it works. Yes. Do you think we're at the time when it swings back again yet? Probably. You th- do you reckon this but, could be the one I or don't is it going to be in another I don't five? Th- yeah, I think it'll be the next one. I don't think that the British want to upset the apple cart now. We've already uh, we've already kicked the wheel off of our apple cart this year. Yeah, I mean, the, the, I mean, I keep... I have this conversation with Jazz all the time. And she was like, yeah, but the whole point of politics is that Policies change and everything changes. So mm. why can't we turn around now and say, actually, we don't want a Brexit? <coughs> because the whole point of democracy is that we and can, we that we mm. have the right to do that if we want to, to change our minds. Mm. So it is, um, who knows? Basically, the point of what she's saying is who knows? Who knows what might happen? Because mm. actually, we might all say, no, we don't want to. The interesting one I saw was... It's really hard to predict. Somebody, had a poll, an in- independent poll, had gone and asked, uh, do you believe, do you are in favour of fox hunting. That's right, right? I remember. 74% of people Said no. are not in favour of fox hunting. Yeah. 12% are, and obviously the other abstained. Are you in favour of... Um, tuition fees? Tuition one fees, of them? or grammar schools, and the other ones. Basically, like it comes out, and it averages out that 61% of people are in favour of Labour policies. Yeah. Would you trust a, conserv- would you trust a Labour government? No. The only 31% of people... It's like they haven't linked together that the ideals of this, of what one peop- what one party are offering, yeah. they're willing to. It's almost like the 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 conservative have almost played the ultimate. It's almost balanced. They've almost played the ultimate game, but they've managed to do what they want, and on the underside have this trust in them, and still drive through what they feel is best and what they want to do for for those people, while still maintaining that they are doing what people don't want, but they still trust them to do something they don't I want. Know, it's crazy. And until you until that poll was published, I you just Well the thing I thought the other mad, day it's mad that is I haven't made any decisions yet. Not really. And I thought to myself the other day, why do people not trust Corbyn? I don't know whether I do or not, but why I don't people trust they, him? It's, it's because they've been told that Because Yeah. How has he proved in any way, one way or the other? He's never had a chance to do one thing or the other. 
other than a few Labour politicians being upset about his views on politics and saying, oh, we don't want him it's as our leader. It's very weird, though, anyway. There's that, but then also the whole time he's just getting bad-mouthed by the other Const- side. Constantly by but everyone. you'd expect that anyone. You'd expect that anyway, because that's easy. It's crazy. But, that but even happen. Blair's getting in on it. Blair can sod off. <laughs> it's funny. Everyone it's hated like, him five years ago, but yeah, now he's been cleared. Everyone's like no, no, likes no, him suddenly. Everybody still hates him. Everybody still like, people I mean, still think he was a war criminal. I don't have a I don't have an opinion on him at all. Not at all. It was way before my time, really. Before I was aware enough to care. Yeah. But why is he popped up all of a sudden? You know? I don't know. I think he he's sod off. Leave he's everyone making to bank it. as well. Just yeah, leave well, that's him the thing. It. Yeah, he's, he's making yeah, but he does that public speaker it. thing and they they earn oh, absolute knob. They're they all knobs. Bank. They're all knobs really, aren't they? Like oh, all yeah. of them. They're all politicians. That's the problem. That's what's wrong with government, Angus. They're all they're politicians. All politicians. <laughs> Where are the real men and women? Where are the real people fighting for our rights? Isn't that what Labour is supposed to be? <laughs> yeah, for the many, not the few is the slogan. Yeah, that's the other one that's got me. Oh, the slogan thing. <laughs> Where... Theresa May has said strong and stable oh, so many God. times. It's li- oh, it's, it's genuinely sickening. painful. It's, it's sickening. sickening. It's sickening how many times she said strong and stable. Oh, or, or the other one, the other one that it's always followed up by is you can have a strong and stable government or a coalition of chaos. The man who wrote Coalition of Chaos, I hope he's getting 50p for every time she says that. Because I think he probably is. His commission. Uh, it's so, it's horrible. And then then you thought about it. It was like, oh, okay. The, the Labour hadn't Labour hadn't announced anything yet, and they weren't going for one of these tacky slogans. They go, oh no, no, there was still time for the many, not the few. Now they're hammering that one. Just drop this token. Stop talking in cliches. It doesn't work anyway. That's not how people's brains work. Mm, uh, well, some of them do, I think. Mean. But but saying for the many, not the few, is just totally a a uh, slight against. <laughs> the conservatives yeah. like that's all it is it's not like we're labor we're awesome which is how their slogan should be it is literally <laughs> no, it's, it's conservatives it's are horrible yeah. so you should like us that's yeah. basically what it we're is we're the only other option <laughs> that should be their slogan <laughs> let's face it everyone we're the only other option so would you vote for, would you vote for that I, I the other thing i saw that um uh, was it Gre- the Green Party yeah. aren't putting anybody aren't putting any candidates up in marginal seats to where you where conservatives could be defeated? So therefore, oh what? So that people so don't vote for them, so they vote for other so people. So they are campaigning for whoever is currently in second. Wow! So they're going around as That's if it's brilliant. a Lib Dem candidate or a Labour candidate. They're going around. When the hell is this happening in this election? That's, and Lib Dem were doing it in some That's seats crazy. too. Some Lib Dem people were campaigning for Labour candidates because they knew that yeah. it was essentially they were just going to steal a chunk of the vote that could yeah. overturn it, that could lead to a coalition. So they're just... It's genuinely... It's, ga- it's turned to like this weird gang warfare thing. Mental. Oh, you... Mental. Yeah. We've left. I think what's happened here is we've left it too long... Between pods and too and much. And so has much politics has happened. But yeah, we've kind of dived into the hole. Yeah. Well, that's okay. I had to happen at some point, didn't it? We are this is episode forty five. It has been a year. Yes, it has. Because it our, has been um, a year. Our, our like hosting expired and I had to renew yep. it. 
Yeah, it was, it was made as something. It's that funny. Was I've got so many, so many stories about holiday and everything. So much funny stuff happened that when. You have to remember. <clears throat> when the funny things happen, I see it and I'm like, oh, I've you know, got to remember to talk, tell George about that on the <laughs> pod. <coughs> Maybe we'll do a bonus bonus episode. Uh, I just like. With extra. Extra. Start with an extra. Uh, the holi- that holiday man. I could talk for an hour about that holiday. About the funny stuff that About happens. the funny stuff about being on an all-inclusive holiday. I swear. I swear. I spend <laughs> half of my time biting my tongue. Laughing. Oh. Yeah. How long have we been going? Long enough, I think. Have we been going long enough? Yeah. Right. I'll, um, I'll run the music. That concludes the personal messages. We continue with music. Right. Well, we didn't go very far this week. Because all we did was we started at a man with a it rat a trap, up. a rat trap, and then we caught up, and then we just talked about politics. Yeah, sorry. We talked about the election, really. It was quite important, as we've already said. If you haven't registered to vote, what are you doing? Go Do register it. to vote and vote. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my favourite things <laughs> in Star Wars ever. Um, <laughs> Yeah, um... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I stunned myself there. Um, Yeah, Uh, that was an episode of Start for 10. He's Um, been Angus. He's been George. We drank beer and we talked about the election. Next week, we'll talk about... Something else. Something else and we'll go on a journey. (laughs) We'll all learn something. Uh, What did I teach you earlier? I taught you something, didn't I? Oh, they're being electrocuted. Oh, yeah. Because I got... Yeah, I, I... no, I'm not going to tell that story because I'll talk about that on the holiday one. All my okay. stories about my holidays. You can wait for that fact. My holiday memoirs. There you go, a little tease. <laughs> what did I learn today? I googled something. Do Why do clouds get darker as they get more full of rain? It's something to be light. I don't yeah, know. it has more particles that gather in there and the clouds get thicker and be deeper. The light obviously reflects and refracts in there and they appear darker. So darker mm. rain clouds are more full of rain. So it refracts more within the cloud. Yeah, so therefore it appears oh, to be a darker. It darker. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Interesting fact for you there. Tell your friends that one. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, because it doesn't reflect off. Because obviously I knew that white. clouds are dark, rain clouds are dark, but I always wondered why. Yeah, why they get why that they get why. darker. Yeah. So th- there, there you go. go. You learn something every day. All right. right, then. Thank you very much. Uh, follow on Twitter, whatever. And face Twitter. Facebook. Cheers for coming and listening Thanks. back. I, I mean, mean, we went yeah, away wow. for a very long time, so yeah. Uh, everyone probably thought it was dead. Oh, it wasn't dead. It wasn't dead. This is the rebirth. The rebirth. <laughs> also, we're nearly, uh, we're nearly at number 50. We're nearly at 50, yeah. And we want to do something cool for number 50. If you have any ideas, please The only suggestion know. so far was a naked podcast, but that doesn't really help doesn't anyone. It re- doesn't really work. I mean, we could Facebook Live a naked podcast, but I don't well, feel we'll comfortable with that. So, um, yeah, if anyone's got any cool ideas, let us know. Nice one. Right, see you next time, George. Bye-bye. Perfect timing. I love perfect timing. It's almost like we planned that. Almost like we planned it. Beautiful.